I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Welcome to this week's episode of Biz Talks. I'm Kim Singletary, Managing Editor of Biz New Orleans Magazine. And this week, I'm excited to talk about the business of the film industry. Um, We have long been covering that in Biz New Orleans. We had a film column that went on for quite a while and then kind of fizzled out a little bit as things really slowed down in the industry. Um, But we are excited to be back up and talking about how things are booming again. Um, And with me today is Carol Morton. She is the director of Film New Orleans, and I'll have her kind of explain what that is. Um, But it basically handles all the film business in the city. Um, And basically, so when when Hurricane Ida hit Louisiana, the city was hosting a record amount of film productions. We have really picked back up again. Uh, 2021, uh just in the first three quarters just in new orleans 753 million dollars in production um and obviously you can see as you drive around all the (laughs) all the trucks and all the work that's being done we are right now the fourth major production hub behind los angeles new york and atlanta and so it's exciting to see all of that going on and um, i wanted to welcome carol carol thank you for joining us Thank you for having me and thank you for allowing me to talk about my favorite subject, which is the film industry and the success the city is having in expanding the film industry here and providing opportunities for our locals. So we are, you've been the director, um, well, you've been with Film New Orleans for 13 years and the director for three years. Tell us a little bit about what what is Film New Orleans and how are you associated with, with the mayor's office? So every major city, certainly in the United States that hosts film or is attempting to host film has a film office. The city of New Orleans has had a film office for about 20 years. And the job of the film office is to attract production, which is our major goal, but it's also to work with the industry. And that means all sorts of things. That can mean anywhere from speaking to executives at the, all of the major studios, to um, independent film producers, dealing with crew issues, filming issues, working with our local crews, our local union, business development and business attraction to grow and support the industry, data collection. We really are an office that does everything related to film, which is is common. A major production hub that we are also has opportunities for more national promotion and opportunities to partner with other cities. Other cities have come to the film office to ask questions about growing production hubs. Uh, Schools reach out to us. I've worked with um, the film director for the other countries, the country of Egypt, the country of Colombia, because today one of the biggest 
industries in the world and the fastest growing is the film and entertainment industry. So countries and other cities are interested in finding out what the building blocks are and how the city of New Orleans has come to develop an industry that has placed us number four for hosting production in the United States. So I'm always happy to do that. It's a long road to develop what we have. We've been doing this for a long time. And I really just don't see um, any kind of ceiling to this for the city of New Orleans because our, our city is just so well suited to hosting film production and working in this industry. And how is it that we're associated to the, with the mayor's office? Because our, our work is very economic development related. So we're sort of a hybrid office of culture and culture building in addition to an economic development office because we are bringing in money to the city, expanding job opportunities for people in the industry. So we work on the mayor side more on the cultural side. We have a lot of independent film production. We have a lot of local producers making films. Our films are winning awards in festivals around the country. So that really is the more the culture, the local cultural side of that. But the bigger industry, the broader industry is the economic development side. So what would be kind of your elevator pitch? What it, what is the what does the film industry mean to our city? It's a lot of it's um, I've heard a lot of like it's it's kind of hard to quantify, um, but but as far as jobs and economic impact, um, what, what would you say that 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 industry means to us here locally? That is probably the most important question that I will be asked in this podcast <laughs> because it is the most important piece of it that we really need to explain. So. In the beginning stages of any industry that is working in cities that are production hubs or, you know, they just go to any city to film, then what they have to do is bring in all of the elements of the industry. So if they go there, there's no stages for them to film on. There's no local crews for them to hire. There's no local vendors for them to hire. People in a city that don't work in the film industry doesn't, don't understand how they can be connected to that industry. So when you develop yourself into a production hub, then all of those elements are local and that is the economic, that is the economic benefit for any city is to have an industry that is local even though it's major Hollywood films and TV series and productions that are shooting here. How does that benefit both your, both your local economy and how does that ben benefit the industry? It benefits the local economy because New Orleans can crew up to 95% of a project. So 95% of the people who are on the streets that are producing all of this to film are local people, they live here. They, this is a, a, a local job for them. How does that benefit the industry is that they get tax credits on hiring local. So New Orleans has one of the most well-respected, deepest crews in the United States. We can crew up to 18 projects. Currently we have 16 major film and television series shooting here, and we can crew up to 18. That is an extraordinary number outside of Los Angeles 
and outside of New York. The other benefit is that we have film studios, we're growing our, our, our studio infrastructure, and we also have local companies that service the industry. So we also are an incredible location town. As we all know that New Orleans is one of the most unique cities in the United States, if not the world. So the diversity of architecture, the diversity of the type of buildings that we have here, streets that we have here, is so attractive to the film industry. So a lot of productions that come here think they're gonna film more on stages. And once the directors get here and they bring their cameras out there, they're like, oh no, we wanna shoot more on location because the city is so strong in terms of offering a visual opportunity for the industry. Yeah, and I, I think we feel like, I mean, we do, we have a really unique look in this city, but it's amazing uh -huh. to me to see how many different cities we can uh, mimic. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and just different places that we can kind of become very quickly. So if you're bringing in a production, I'm assuming it's, it's also a great selling point for these productions that they don't have to bring in their own people. They don't have to bring in all this staff, like it already exists here when they show up. Yes, and that is what makes us a production hub. You can't be a production hub unless you have all of the in elements of the industry to offer to the industry. So you can be a city that could be attractive for filming, but if you can't really crew up for them, if you can't really provide the support in terms of the business support, if you don't have the stages, you don't have the locations, then it's really tough to rise in terms of becoming a full production hub. So it means a lot to the industry. The other element of that is that they know when they make phone calls here, be it to our film office, be it to the state film office, be it to the local industry here, that we are able to help them very quickly to bring them here and attract them here. And a lot of other smaller cities or cities that aren't experienced in the industry, you have to go to a tourism agency. And so that is something that is very important to the industry that doesn't really have a public facing uh, view to understand how the role that the film office, both state and local and our, our local industry plays in attracting more business. So what happened during the pandemic? I'm assuming, is it like other industries where everything kind of came to a screeching halt for a little bit? And then, and then how, did, how did things pick back up? So yes, everything came to a screeching halt here and in the rest of the country, including in Los Angeles. So of course, all of the productions that were filming shut down. They shut down in March and of that year, which was 2020. We were able to begin working with the productions and the studios directly, both at the state level and here at the local level to create uh, guidelines and to create um, COVID restrictions that would allow the productions to come back. And let me just explain that not come back immediately, but to come back and film. So when you're filming, you need a lot of people to film, to, to produce a television series or a film. So you need about 200 crew members. That's a lot of people. So obviously when they were able to come back and film, we anticipated that they could not do it the same way they were doing it before. 
So we worked very closely with the studios who, who had productions that were filming here or had an interest in sending more, most likely during the COVID period to create restrictions and guidelines and to really get an understanding of how the industry could reshape itself so that they could begin to work with minimal amounts of crew. The industry itself regulated itself. So the unions signed an agreement eventually, I mean, it's a little bit later, but throughout the summer of 2020, they came to an agreement which really aligned with the city and the state's restrictions as well. So because of that, productions slowly started filming in September of 2020. But filming with as little as 10 people on a set who were socially distanced and who were tested every single day. I mean, the amount of money that productions are continuing to spend on tests. So if you work in a on a major production now here in the city of New Orleans, you were tested anywhere from five to two times a week. And that continues. They wear masks. They still do a, a certain amount of social distancing. And I don't really see that going away anytime soon. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned, okay, just, just for the fun part for a second. Um, so you got like, we have 16 film and television productions filming right now. Are there any that are like, people would be excited to hear? Obviously we heard about Will Smith coming into town and he, um, you know, paid for our fireworks this year and all that stuff. But what are, what are some of the big ones that are, are going on right now? So, some, so when I say 16 productions, we have some that are in prep. So they're not actually filming yet, but they will be filming probably within the next 30 to 60 days. So we have a mix of those. So yes, um, we have, I, I'm gonna mention just a few, Interview <laughs> with a Vampire, which is a really exciting project. It's produced by AMC. And of course, that is the adaptation of an Anne Rice book that was an amazing feature film starring Tom Cruise that shot some years ago in New Orleans. And AMC has purchased the entire Anne Rice catalog. And so we are really excited about hosting them here for the television series, Interview with a Vampire. So I do not know the stars that are attached to that, <laughs> uh, but we're excited to have them here anyway. We think it's a great opportunity for us. We also have um, a Hulu feature film called Iron Mike, which we anticipate shooting later in this year or the beginning of next year. And, and they're also shooting in Shreveport and uh, in other parts of Louisiana as well. We're just wrapped out on a television series for Apple TV starring Hans Bubby, which I think is really exciting. We have a limited television series called The Thing About Pam that will begin shooting shortly with Renee Zegweiler. We're really excited about that. We, we actually love all of our productions. I'm telling you, I'm excited about all of them because they're all so exciting to host them here. We also have a major uh, film. It's a Disney film with Anthony Mackie called We Have a Ghost. They are just wrapping up sh shooting here. And we've, we've got several others. I mean, we have Renfield, a universal NBC television series, also about vampires that's getting ready to film here. So we're excited. Um, we're excited about 
the level of projects that we have and what opportunity we have to show case the industry here and the industry that we have here and that we're continuing to grow. So some of the issues that have been coming up in the news, um, one is uh, you talked about unions. The International Association of Theatrical Stage Employees, um, IATSE, has been talking about um, going on strike. Uh, is that, can you explain a little bit about that? I know like it's, it's, um, it's associated with all the, the, the change to streaming services and they're just basically, um, they're looking for, you know, different working, better working conditions. They're, they're saying that it's a lot, you know, it's a lot crazier with all these streaming services. You don't have the same breaks, production times, things like that. But is that something that you see affecting us? It's, it's kind of, it's hitting like national news that this is gonna be a big issue for the industry. How does that work with us here? Are we a part of that? Yes. So every major film or television series is a union project. So after a certain uh, budget level, which is fairly low, quite frankly, you are required to hire a union. And so it's not only the IATSE union, which is really the below the line workforce that produces all of these projects, but also you're unionized and there's a hair and makeup union, which is separate from IATSE. There is a a grip and electric, a lighting union, a cameraman's union. There are, there are, the entire industry is unionized, including the SAG APRA union. So the industry that is, is um, it has been negotiating with streaming services and with the film studios is the IATSE union, which is approximately 60,000 members across the United States. The United States IATSE union is the only union that is in negotiation and is um, considering going on a strike. And the reason for that is because the United States has different contracts with the studios and the streaming services. And yes, and, and I appreciate that you're, you're pointing out that this really is a broader issue having to do with changes in the industry and the expansion of the industry and the, the industry's demand for content. And we all know that we are consuming content through a variety of platforms, actually an endless number of platforms. And there, we're, not a, we're not just seeing films in um, movie theaters. And because of that, the, all of the content creators are under pressure to create content. Yeah. And this has, somehow made its way into the actual level of production. And the union members are feeling pressure to not take as many breaks, to work longer hours in the day. This is according to what I read. Right. And that they are asking for more money and they're asking for what they call quality of life yes. changes in the industry. So I do not know how this will play out. They've been negotiating with them since July. I know that they are working really hard to resolve those issues. Nobody wants to strike. They don't want to strike. The workforce doesn't want to strike, but I do not know how this will play out. So if there was a strike, does that halt things going on here as well? Yes, because it will impact all production in the United States. Okay. 
we do have possibly have a project or two that could continue forward and independent projects that are non-union can continue forward. But generally speaking, yes, it would shut down probably 90% of the film industry here and in the United States. So let's, and let's talk about the tax credits too. So what's, what's going on with those? I know um, that has been a kind of a continuous battle and between, it seems like kind of New Orleans and the rest of the state uh, uh, of, of uh -huh. maybe like some other areas seeing that there's, to them, there's not much of a benefit to them. Um, but like maybe the thought is that New Orleans is getting a lot of this money. It's not going to the rest of the state. What um, what's going on there? I know that the the look the idea was to extend the sunset of the tax credits, and mm -hmm. so what what's happening with that? And do you see we we saw a real slowdown um, with the change in tax credits a few years ago? Is that are we is that a risk again? Um, what what's happening with all of that? So tax credits are always a risk in any state. And right. so, because you're relying upon your legislature to maintain them. We actually have done so much better than most other states because our tax credits have not ever gone away and other states they have. So we have continued forward to sustain the industry. And you're right, from 2015 to 2017, we had a dip in the industry because of changes in the tax credits. But fortunately, they did not go away because it's a lot harder to get them started up again at the legislature. So in 2016 and 2017, we were able to kind of correct the um, changes that were made and to create a tax credit program that I believe and I think most people would believe is more sustainable for the state. So moving forward, yes, we do have a sunset in 2025, okay. although because of the way that our um, the structure of the industry and because of the fiscal year of the state, which runs July 1 to July 1, applications that are submitted through 2026 by July 1 will be honored. Okay. And we also have a portion of the tax credits that honors television series for five years, whether the, the tax credits go away or not. Of course, that can be changed, but we do have that. And so if you're shooting a television series like NCIS and you're in season three and you want to go another five years, then you can do that. And the credits are honored. So we have some protections in place. I am really confident that the expansion of this industry is impacting positively our surrounding parishes because the industry is growing so much that the city of New Orleans and the parish of New Orleans does not contain it. So we have a film studio that is in St. Bernard Parish. We have a tremendous amount of filming inside of the city, so our benefit is huge. But they also are filming on the North Shore, they're filming in Homa, they're filming in areas around the city that, that are not part of Orleans Parish. That is a good thing. It's a regional industry that can lift up our entire region, not only the city. So that is our message going into the next legislative session. I think it's a strong one. And I think as we continue to expand the industry here, 
we're going to see a lot more of that, a lot more benefit directly to Orleans Parish, which is the primary hub of the industry, but also filming in and around our parishes. So on that note, we'll kind of we'll finish up by kind of circling back. Um, you were talking about uh, being a production hub and and having all of these people here benefits us, benefits other productions wanting to come here. Um, what what's going on with the workforce development on that end? Um, I know one of our big things in in the city that we've definitely recognized even more so during the pandemic is the need to diversify. Um, and not just be, you know, a, a hospitality hub, um, but this, I, this would help that. This helps, it gives us another industry that we can really grow. What's been going on for, for workforce training? I know, because I know that's something that Film New Orleans is very involved in. Yes, and thank you for asking that question because I cannot be prouder of the work that Film New Orleans has done and what our workforce partners are doing in that portion of the industry. It may be the most important element that we need to focus on is growing our workforce because of what you just said. We need to diversify our economy and we need a more diverse workforce. So Film New Orleans sponsors uh, about six, seven training programs a year and we partner with the New Orleans Video Access Center, NOVAC. Okay. That partnership has gone on for many, many years. We also partner with the IOTSE union to ensure that we are actually training people for jobs that are available in the industry. So we find out that hair and makeup, we don't have enough people in hair and makeup. And so we are able to put together a training program fairly quickly to do that. We also have such a depth of industry knowledge and expertise that we can tap into people that work in the industry, the experts who are working in hair and makeup to teach our classes for us. So we have really um, continued that training program. Also LED um, provided a big grant last year to NOVAC. It was a $240,000 grant to do workforce training in the film industry. And they did a series, I think eight training programs last year. We also work very closely with Novak to ensure that people that are trained get jobs on film sets, they get jobs on film production. So it's a pipeline, we're continuing to strengthen that pipeline and we are looking for opportunities and ways to train more people. The thing about, and I just can't say enough about this, the thing about training people for these jobs in the film industry is that you need absolutely no experience in anything whatsoever. I mean, experience in something is great, but we can train someone who's right out of school, right out of high school. We can train someone who knows nothing about the film industry. You just have to be willing to work really, really hard and you have to be willing to start from the ground up. But the barrier for entry to the industry is very low. And as you move up in the industry, the wage is very high. So what are the timelines like for, for these training programs? Is this something like, mm. um, you know, it's not going to a four-year university. So is it, mm. what's, and, and the mm. cost, are they, are, is it expensive programs? Um, and and how, how quickly can people get into the field and start making money? It's incredible what I'm getting ready to tell you. So the trainings are all free. They're offered by Film New Orleans in the city for free. Um, we fund them. 
the grants that the state provided to Novak allowed for free trainings. We are committed to free training programs because we really believe that the population of the city of New Orleans needs free training programs such as these. It's very hard for everyone to have access to this unless it is free or extremely low cost. And what, what is the timeline? So we can train someone to have for an entry level job as a PA over a weekend. We can do a two day, two day training period. We do it on a fairly regular basis. A grip and electric training may take two weeks. That would be 10 days, but I would say that's probably the maximum period of time. We may do something over a series of weekends. Uh, we've done wardrobe training and we've done it on a weekend. It just really depends on, on the job and the position, but it's incredible how quickly we can turn over these training programs with basic training for people in the industry to get jobs in the industry. That's really exciting. And I think, and now we're seeing that a lot. We're seeing a, kind of what's happened during the pandemic is similar to what's happened during um, September 11th is a lot of people are kind of stepping back and, and making career changes and things like that. So this is a, a, a really fun, uh, avenue that you know that we can encourage people to look into. Um, what's what's the best way to get more information on all of this? The best way to get information is to reach out to Novak. Go to their website, the New Orleans Video Access Center. So they really are the nonprofit organization that does the all the training programs in the city of New Orleans, and they also are, are great a great asset in terms of getting jobs and getting connected to the industry. Also, you can follow us on Film New Orleans. We have an Instagram and a Twitter account right. for Film New Orleans. And we really encourage people to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. And we announce projects that are filming here. We also announce projects when they are being released and things that are happening in the industry, including the training programs that we are producing directly. So those are both probably the best assets. Well, this has been awesome. Carol, I really appreciate it. We've, we, I've had a great time talking to you and it's fun to see the industry coming back here and to see all the trucks and, um, and everything going on. And then I think from our standpoint too, it's kind of, it's good to get New Orleans out there. And, you know, you, you have people come here because some of their favorite shows have been filmed here or because of all the vampire mm -hmm. stuff or things. Yeah, like that. yeah so, absolutely. I mean, I haven't even touched upon the tourism aspect of that. <laughs> but yes, no, it's really, a, it's, it's an amazing industry, amazing people working in the industry. And it's an incredible opportunity for the city to support the diversification of our local workforce and of our industries here in the city. And so I can't talk about this enough or be more excited about it. Well, awesome. Well, I really appreciate it. So again, um, it's Novak, N-O-V-A-C, um, as in cat, that it's like, is it novak.com? Um, I, I, I think the website is Novak video.org video.org okay so that's yeah. a, that, that's a great source and then again film new mm -hmm. orleans on instagram and mm -hmm. facebook and all of that um just to, to keep in touch with what's going on and to look at look into training programs absolutely um, there's such a wide variety of 
of opportunities within that industry. Um, but I'm sure there's something for everybody. <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I mean, actually, and I mean, we haven't even touched on the talent side. There's also um, opportunities for that as well. So yes, all very exciting stuff. And I think that people would be really interested to find out more. Awesome. Well, again, I really appreciate your time, Carol, and all that you guys are doing to help the industry um, continue to thrive here and, and continue to be known as, as our Hollywood South. Um, so this is our coming out in October. Um, so our October issue is our real estate issue. So if you haven't seen that, um, pick that up. It's out on stands and online. Um, it's got our top influencers for the real estate industry answering all of your questions um, on what to expect, what they're most excited about for the coming year. Um, and that's at bizneworleans.com. We also have the digital version there. So um, thanks for listening to Biz Talks. Thanks again for Carol Morton and uh, Film New Orleans. And join us again on the next issue. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biztalks.